there is also an aspect of the report that quotes various WhatsApp conversations between the various role players, and the subject matter is very clear. It's a modus operandi that's well thought out, and everybody had, a, had an appreciation of what they were doing and what was in it for them. From what we could establish, Mr. Msiza played a crucial role through intervening and persuading the various municipal officials through the relationship that he has based on the align, uh, alignment belonging to the same political organization. And his role was that of intervening and ensuring that uh, investments, and I'm using that in inverted commas, are diverted towards uh, VBS, Mutual Bank. So so it's quite central in it. The Municipal Finance Management Act is clear on it. Um, guidelines simply st- uh, simply clarifies the position that's stipulated in legislation. And against all of that, one has to ask himself the question, why is it that there is clear national legislation that prohibits this and municipalities disregard it and invest in a mutual bank? And you have your answer that these deposits were made, commissions and those in inverted commas, which are clear bribes, were paid. And what is most troubling is most of these municipalities did not even recover their investments because once the money went in, it it went out as quickly as it went in, which is what led to, in inverted commas, those investments having to be rolled over when they were due. And Advocate Mutau also explains why Msiza was not interviewed and hopes that the NPA will take over in this regard. His name stands out in the report and it's clear to me that the prosecutorial authorities will need to do a further investigation and I do not also want to compromise the integrity of the investigation and whatever decision that they, they make based on the recommendations. Can I just presume that he is innocent until he has his day and he gives his explanation given the fact that um, we took a conscious decision that we're not going to interview him. When people have, before even uh, coming either through volunteering or being uh, summoned for lack of a better description, go out on a public campaign to protest their innocence, you see that you stand to benefit nothing because you already know what this individual um what their disposition is without even knowing for a fact whether whether we do have information against them, what information and what do we need to put uh, to them and so forth. So you see that you, you stand to benefit nothing from that exercise. It's not going to help you at all. Meanwhile, the report also shows that the brother of EFF Deputy President Floyd Chibambu, uh, Brian Chibambu, actually received more than 16 million rand. Advocate Mutau explains his role. One of the things um, that the report deals with is it looks at various entities and individuals who received monies without just cause. And without just cause means we could not find any justification for those monies that were paid. And because of time, among other things, I mean, as, as, as you'd appreciate, investigations do not go on forever because on the one hand, while you're investigating, on the other hand, there is an active and a concerted effort to dissipate assets. So at some point you need to draw the line in the sand and bring this to a close so that prospects of recovery are maximized. Mm. So for that reason, there are people that we thought 
have nothing to do with the running and the operations of the bank, but if we list them as the beneficiaries without cause, mm. they will still have an opportunity to put their side of the story if the recommendations that we've made mm. to the pro- prosecutorial authorities through the Reserve Bank are accepted and are implemented. And one truly hopes that that will be the case. And that was the author of the report into VBS Bank, Advocate Terry Mutau. Now, our efforts to get comment from the EFF on this issue have been unsuccessful so far. But, of course, we will keep trying. Meanwhile, the bank's founding member, Madambi Mubulawa, says that he was misled by the bank's executives as well as the auditing company, KPMG, about the financial statements of the bank. I'm not surprised because I had suspicion, but uh, it was just suspicion. It was mentioned right from the beginning that money went into private pockets. So that made me suspect that it must be some of the people inside and outside of the the bank. It was when the Reserve Bank uh, discovered that there is a liquidity problem which which is caused by money that could not be accounted for. My involvement right from the beginning was I was acting as a director in the board since then. And then then my involvement was then to execute my fiduciary responsibility, you know, as a board member. The function of the board, you know, the board appoints executives and then executives are responsible to the board. And then uh, at the same time, you know, they also appoint uh, auditors to make sure that the reports that we receive from the from the executive are genuine figures. So we relied on the reports of the auditors. And at the same time, we also have got another arm from the South African Reserve Bank, which is the, the department which do the, 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 the supervision of the bank. They also uh, look into those reports, and when they are satisfied, we as a board will also become satisfied. You know, we rely on the different institutions you know, to support the bank. So that's why we couldn't have any suspicion that something was going wrong. Since you know, the bank has put under curatorship, this bank you know, have got different shareholders in different groupings. We have got the ordinary small shareholders. Those are the people that started with the bank. And then we, later on came these uh, 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 major shareholders. Now, some of the people who are on the list of looting are coming from these major shareholders. So the small group of shareholders, together with myself, we have come together and decided to support the Reserve Bank in the, within the investigation. Meanwhile, we are making efforts to see that how we can then recover, uh, coming with a plan of recovery of the bank. And that was VBS Bank founding member Madambi Mubulawa. And we did attempt to get a response from the auditing company KPMG. And uh, they, of course, told us that uh, they are not speaking to the media at this time. And you'll recall that KPMG, of course, has uh, already lost the 
business from about a dozen companies' clients uh, after questions were raised about their ethical conduct in South Africa. And now we wait to see what the extent of their involvement is here and whether this bank heist could be the last nail in the coffin for KPMG in South Africa. And uh, the ANC, they've also weighed in on this saga, uh, given the high-ranking members of the party that have been named. And earlier on, I asked the spokesperson of the ANC, Pule Mabe, for the party's response. We feel that it is alarming. Of course, we have welcomed the work undertaken by the South African Reserve Bank to commission this important investigation. You will also remember that this follows uh, uh, some of the issues raised by the curator in April. But again, just to, by way of background, that the prudential authority acting through the necessary legislative undertaking out of the financial sector regulation appointed the legal entities to be able to investigate issues around uh, the VBS Mutual Bank. And there are quite a number of discoveries that were made there. One, you had to establish whether people or individuals or institutions who were involved there acted in the best interest of the bank, whether there were no clear acts of fraud and all of that. Now, we felt that some of the issues that are raised are quite worrying and that uh, where there is wrongdoing, heads must, of course, roll. Right now, in the VBS scandal, yes. you actually have one of your high-ranking provincial officials, who was the mayor of the Vembe district, investing 300 million rand in the VBS Mutual Bank, which clearly goes against PFMA. Yes. What is the ANC going to do about that and when? The African National Congress, uh, even in the province of Limpopo, has already issued a statement. It had said that they are studying that report. They will have to establish all the full extent of the facts and that where there is a wrongdoing, action must be taken. You see, Sakina... This wrongdoing was flagged a long time ago. You need to also understand the extent of the wrongdoing that you are talking about. She contravened the PFMA. The PFMA is crystal clear that no municipal entity is to invest in a mutual bank. That was flagged even by the Reserve Bank. Quite a while back. Yes. Why hasn't the ANC acted on so, it? So that's, so that's why I'm saying it is important to study that report because uh, a, a mayor, just uh, top of mind, a mayor is not, uh, is not an accounting authority of a municipal institution. Mr. Mabe, no. come on, come on. Yes. You, you, you can't really sit there and, yes. and, and, and put that forward as a reason for why you did not act no, no, in this I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying we didn't act. I, I'm not saying what have you I'm, done I'm not, I'm not saying we didn't act. I'm saying in municipalities, Sakina, it's not PFMA. It's MFMA. MFMA, yeah. Municipal Finance Management Act, the Provincial Finance Management yes, Act. Yes. Same thing. They were contravened. Okay, no, no, it doesn't no, change the no, no, complexion for, no, of no, the issue. No, no, for the sake of your viewers, let's call it by its rightful names. Oh, okay. Yes, let, let's, let, it's let, the let, MFMA it's, at municipal level. Yes, let's call That's it That's what we're talking so, about. So, let's talk, let, so now, in terms of the Municipal Finance Management Act, there are roles and powers embedded or vested upon those who are accounting officers. To get an analytical perspective on this matter, I'm joined by political analyst uh, Lucas uh, Nemu Tanzela. Thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. Thanks, and to you, uh, listeners. So, first and foremost, Mr. Um, Nemu Tanzela, given the alarm bells going off uh, as far back as April this year, does this finding of uh, this report surprise you at all? Not at all. 
because uh, you will remember uh, immediately the Reserve Bank put uh, the bank under curatorship. There were some uh, findings that were made public, which are also pointed uh, to uh, certain uh, individuals, especially the executives of the bank. Now, this particular investigation revealing names uh, of people who have ties to more than one political party, how should these parties now deal with those fingered individuals? Well, I think they, they have to act and to act very fast uh, because the image of a political party can be uh, seriously be damaged by these revelations. Um, of course, we have uh, the EFF in mind, the fact that uh, uh, one of the, the culprits, as revealed in the report, is a younger brother to to the EFFC deputy president. But also uh, the other uh, political parties and more especially the ruling party because uh, most of those people are are those that are heading uh, the, the, the institutions of government like municipalities who are also a thing at. So they have to act very fast to allay the fears or the doubts that people might have uh, about, remember um, what the ANC has been preaching uh, lately is to say that uh, we we want a clean government, we want to fight corruption. So they have, they have to be seen to be acting. And uh, the EFF, what should they be doing at this stage? At this stage, they have to, to, to uh, uh, assure the, 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 the South African public that as a party, uh, they are not the ones who are implicated. Maybe it's, a, it's an individual and uh, maybe uh, we, we do not have to attach uh, the, the relationship that is there between uh, people who are culprits and those who are holding uh, positions. And it's going to be interesting, of course, as uh, these dots are connected as to what unfolds. But let's just uh, spend a moment looking at KPMG and their role in the saga. Now, given their previous misdemeanors, do you think that this could finally spell their demise in South Africa? Well, I think they have also been seriously damaged, and not only in this particular saga of uh, VBS. Uh, you will know that uh, already uh, we used to, to regard uh, KPMG as uh, one of the big four uh, auditing firms in the country. But uh, what has happened uh, uh, around uh, this uh, institution has really dented uh, its image very seriously so, and uh, I think uh, recently we have seen uh, someone who was uh, given the position of the C- CEO uh, also resigning uh, after spending uh, such a, a very short time. So I think uh, it has to indicate that uh, the road was going very far.